This episode, we're diving into strategies to grow your photography business using TikTok with Heather Nixon. She's sharing tips to see success and how she walks the line between sharing her personality while still keeping her personal life private. We can't wait for you to listen in. Welcome to the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I'm Jen Bays. And I'm Sabrina Chapman. And And we're we're your your hosts this season. season. We're so excited about the season and all the incredible guests we've had on. This season, we are diving into several topics with various professional photographers across the nation. From talking about the importance of balance to successful mini sessions, building a national brand and more. Our goal was for you to walk away with tangible tips, inspiration and resources to grow your own photography business. So grab your emotional support water bottle or your favorite mug and let's dive into this season. Hey y'all, welcome or welcome back and thanks for listening in today. Uh, Today we invite Heather Nixon with Heather Nixon Photography to the show. Heather, welcome. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you guys doing? I'm awesome. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk with you guys today. Me too. So can you tell us about your photography business? Yeah, absolutely. So I have been a photographer for almost 10 years now, which is absolutely wild to even think about. But I started in like 2014 and then I started shooting boudoir. The first time I ever shot boudoir was in like probably 2016 or so. But boudoir has been my brand, my business. And that's what I, that's what I do. So I'm a boudoir photographer. I'm based out of Texas, close to Dallas. So yeah, I live and breathe boudoir. <laughs> I bet you stay pretty busy right around that area. I do. So Texas has a huge market. Like, I don't think there could ever be enough boudoir photographers here. So ladies in (laughs) Texas love boudoir. Keeps me busy for sure. Yeah. I love that. So I've been following you for years. You are, whenever I think about boudoir photography and like a boudoir session that I want, it's always your photos that I go to. And... (laughs) It's just, it's the style. You're welcome. It's the style that I've always been really drawn to and your personality I've always been drawn to. So, (laughs) which I think is why you have seen so much. I mean, obviously you're incredibly talented, but like you just have this incredible, warm, friendly energy that also doesn't take any bullshit, which I love. So I think, you know, maybe that's why, you know, we, we saw lots of success on TikTok. So talk, talk to me about that. Yeah. That's kind of what we're here to chat about today. Tell me how oh that got started. Yeah. And TikTok is an amazing tool. I, I know you mentioned my personality and I think that that definitely is a factor into it because being on TikTok, even if you sit there and scroll, you see all different types of personalities, so many different, you know, people, some people are super awkward, some people, and some people follow them because they're awkward, or some people are like, are super, super sociable. Some people are like, are sharing their lives and whatnot anyways. But in saying that I got on TikTok during COVID, you know, when we were all shut down and that was when TikTok had been around for a minute, but everyone was like, Hey, let's get on TikTok. You know, we're all yeah. bored out of our minds. Why not? Let's all do some dumb dances and just have some fun. So I got on there and I'm like, okay, you know, what, what's it going to hurt? Like, I'll just, you know, put out there at the time I had my studio in my home. And so I was, I'm like, I got all this time to be up here in the studio space and make all these different videos and talk about like outfits and things like that. So that's what I did. 
And I forget, I guess probably one of the first videos that I ever had to really go viral was over showing someone like how to do a DIY pose at home so that they could like send a, you know, a sexy selfie to someone. And so that's what really kicked it off. And so I still kept doing that. Like, and I've still done them throughout the years. I don't do them as much, but that definitely, I think really like drew people in. And then they started seeing my personality and like I said, your personality plays a huge role and you're going to attract those same type of people that have that same fun personality and see that and, you know, want to be around that. I've had people come in here that have booked me from TikTok. I've been like, I know I booked you because I've just felt like I related to you. And I'm like, that's, that's what you want with any client, you know, whether your personality is one way or another, you want that with your clients. So, so yeah, TikTok, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. So you said you started with the DIY poses, which I think is so great. Like, and I know some photographers really push back. They're like, well, why am I going to teach them how to do what I do? It's not, it's not the same. Like your experience is way different than teaching somebody like, you know, how to show their booty. I mean, mean, one way or another, me just telling you to arch, they're going to be like, Oh wait, no, I had to do that. I'm like, yes. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, if I just stand here and you take a picture of my backsides, I mean, you're probably gonna be like, Ooh, no, but if you, if you're arching and your hands are like <laughs> no. in a certain spot and you like change your angle of your camera, that makes a difference. And just cause I teach them how to do that at home, that's not going right. to stop them from booking me. If anything, it's going to like make them want to book me more. Cause they're like, wow, she actually helped me out. Like I, act- I really like her and I appreciate that. And they're going, you know, it leads to them booking you eventually. Not everybody, but a lot of people, it kind of snowball. So yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So when you started posting, like, okay, your first one goes viral, then now did you have or develop a strategy from there? Or was it still like, we're just gonna throw some things out there? There's definitely a lot of like playing around because TikTok is one of those things like, you can't always figure out that algorithm. Like sometimes you think you got to figure it out. And then next thing you know, it changes. And you're like, hold on, wait a second, that's not working for me anymore. So like there for a while, and I kind of did notice that that's probably why I slowed down like the DIY poses weren't doing as much. So like I would share a little bit of my personal life, like being on TikTok, part of that, um, I was pregnant for a big chunk there. What now it's been, oh my gosh, she's about to be two years old. Literally like next week, he's going to be two anyways, but I was pregnant on TikTok (laughs) and like I announced I was pregnant on TikTok. So like my followers got to like relate with me and get to know me a little bit through that. And I show a lot of behind the scenes that seems to be going good for me right now. So the strategy is always kind of changing and just, I kind of feel out, you know, what my followers want. I've even gotten on there and asked like, what do you guys want to see more of? Cause that will kind of give me an idea. Like if they say a, a DIY pose, then I can respond back to that comment with a pose. So it helps. How often do you post on TikTok? I go through, I go through spurts. <laughs> there are sometimes <laughs> I'm like posting, I'll post like every day. And then there's sometimes where I'll, I'll like, I'll go with like a week without posting. Normally, if anyone was to ask me how often they should post, like if you have the time, if you like legit or like, I don't have any bookings right now, then you better be posting like twice a day, if not more than that. Like you should be, you know, mm-hmm. be on your game. If you're like me and you're really busy and it's like, if I have the time, then I'll make it work. I try to uh, roughly about twice a week, which mm-hmm. doesn't seem like a lot, but to me with my schedule, setting aside that time to do that is, is good. That's enough time. So, and it does what it needs to do at that point. Cause I've already got the followers, but if you're trying to build the followers more frequently, the better. Yeah. So really, I think the only TikToks I've posted are like the, um, lip sync ones and they take me, you know, a gazillion tries. Yep, How same. long does it take you to do a post, to edit it, to record it? How long does that take you? 
So I don't do the lip singing ones because I right. can't like my memory. I'm like a squirrel or no, I told oh. my best friend a couple days ago. I'm like, I'm like a fish. You could tell me something and I'll forget it two seconds later, unless it like just sticks with me. I'm, I can have a whole conversation and then be like, I don't even know what we talked about. It's ridiculous. But it's saying that. So recording, like singing a song is awful. So I don't do that or I try not to, but normally I guess my timeline for posting would be a lot of times in the morning before I have a shoot, I normally have about an hour and that hour from like nine until the client gets here. So maybe in 45 minutes to an hour, I'll make the video, whatever it may be, I'll edit it. And then I post it probably within Mm -hmm. 45 minutes or so of all the editing and stuff. Yeah. That's not bad. It's not. I mean, you can move in 15 minutes if you really wanted to. So yeah. Well, and I think it's important for our audience, like you don't need to do something that doesn't feel good. Like for for someone else, like the lip syncing might work well yeah. and you could create great videos you for can it. Dance, <laughs> dance. Right. I can't. I'm not going to be doing it. <laughs> yeah. So what kind of content, like we, we you did the poses and you're sharing your personal life. And I think, and again, that's why people gravitate towards you. You, you do share who you are, what you do, who you serve, but also like, you're all boy mom, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, so like a boy mom, you, you know, have shared so much of your journey personally and with your kids online. And I think it just helps build a rapport and a relationship with your audience. So talk to me about wow. how are you dealing with that? Is that like, do you make sure to keep some things private? Is it something that like you kind of pick and choose? Cause I feel like that's a really yeah. vulnerable place to be when you have that many followers. It is. And it's such, it's a fine line. I don't know. And I, in my own personal feelings, I feel like I could, mm-hmm. I could grow bigger if I wanted to share more like right. that. That's just my own personal thoughts. Like if I wanted to like have a million followers, I could, if I was to go out and be like, I guess make a stance on something, but there's, there's some things that like in my own personal life, like I don't share I don't share like how I raise my kids or like the things that we choose to do in our personal life. Like I'll share my husband every once in a while, but like I keep that very minimal just because yeah, it's a fine line. I'm like, I don't, I am, I don't want to say I don't take criticism well because I try to take criticism fairly well. But if someone, if I was to post a video and someone would be like, Oh, you should be doing this instead. It makes, it fires me (laughs) up. But I'm like, I don't want to talk. Like I'm going to block you. So yeah, I don't like that. So I try to share just enough that people do know me, but they don't, I don't know. They don't know all of yeah. me because I try to keep them. Cause I feel like you get into social media, like the big people and you see them and you're like, yeah, they're going out there. I think like, for example, I think of Matt Matthews. Yeah. That's who I was He's thinking of too. Him to death, but he shares every single bit of his life. And I know he shares that he's very holistic and things like that. I don't know if you've seen any of those mm-hmm. things, but he'll talk about like his vitamin regimen and all that stuff. I'm actually extremely holistic myself, but I also don't like someone coming on there and be like, you need to go to the doctor for that. <laughs> right. I'm like, I just don't want to listen to it. So I'm like, I'm not even going to say anything. Yeah. I don't even want to, I don't even want to hear right. it. So you know what I mean? It's just, there's some things that I'm like, I don't even want to share that with y'all. You don't need to know that. And that's okay. Yeah. But it all depends on how much you can take. It's smart mm-hmm. that you know that. So you go ahead and keep it I've off. seen it. Well, you see people, I feel like it, it can make you burn out faster. Like if you have so much criticism constantly thrown at you, 
for me anyways, it just makes me want to clam up. Like, I'm like, I don't want to share anything with Mm -hmm. y'all anymore then, you know, some people they thrive in it. And that, you know, if that's your personality and you feel like you can take that, then go for it. Throw all your business out there. I also have an ex-husband and there's a lot of dirty laundry to unpack there, but yeah. I don't share that either. <laughs> there's a lot of history there that I'm like, ooh I, ooh, I can make a good reel with this information, but I don't. I, so I'm like, okay, we're going to draw a line. We're not going to share this today. So I completely understand not wanting to share everything. I totally commend you for that. And that's something that I've worried about too, because I don't, I don't do any of my business stuff on TikTok. I actually do a lot of books on TikTok, like book reviews and that kind of thing. And I'm getting ready to write my first romance novel. The goal is to have it finished by the end of the year. That's exciting. <laughs> and I've just started reading romance oh, novels. So you're going to tell me. Oh, oh my gosh. It. I can totally send you a list. Yes. But that is one of my biggest fears in like actually diving into TikTok and kind of using it to market this book or like, Mm -hmm. you know, even book reviews. There's just so much backlash. I feel like you're opening yourself up to when you go through that medium. It is. And it really sucks. I I mean, there's been plenty of times where you get, I don't know if you want to call them trolls. I mean, they're just people in general that are just out there to cause trouble. Right. And no matter what video you post, it could be something nonchalant. There was one that I posted. I don't know. It's been it's been a couple of years ago now. It was before I was pregnant. I think it was before I was pregnant. Maybe it was after. Either way, but there was a, like comments on it talking about my weight, and I'm like, why is that even like? I'm out here trying to be body positive and trying to help other women feel good in their bodies, and you're over here crapping on me right now. I'm like, but you're gonna get it, and yeah. it just sucks. And it's one of those things where you just have to block it and be like, you know what, I. I heard this a while back and it just sticks with me. I do not receive that. Like, yes. I do not receive that energy. I do not receive that comment. I'm, I don't take it. I don't want, I don't want it. So and it definitely is a fine line. Like I said, you know, you decide what you want to share. You're going to get crap no matter what you mm-hmm. do. So you might as well just do what you do at the end of the yeah. day. Well, and that's something that like, I feel is so true. Like you'll get, you'll get shit for, you know, whatever weight you're at, whether you are too skinny or too fat or what, like, it doesn't even matter. Again, if this is something that you don't want to dive into or mention or anything, we can totally edit it out. But I'm sure you've kind of seen both sides of it because you've lost how much weight over the last year? Over, it's been, so I got, I got weight loss surgery. Oh, okay. Know that. I don't know if you knew that or not. I didn't. So I did post about it on TikTok. I have, I think I have one or two videos about it. I was a rebel because that's what I do. I went to Mexico and I got the gastric sleeve. Okay. It was something that I had seen even before I got pregnant and I struggled to get pregnant because I have PCOS also. And I've shared a little bit about that. Not a ton, but so I struggled to get pregnant. And then after I got pregnant, I was like, you know what? I just want to do this for myself. That w- I didn't share that I was actually going to get it done. I literally didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell anyone in my group because again, I didn't want the backlash. Right. I didn't want people being like, well, do this weight loss program. No, I knew what I wanted to do and I didn't need anyone telling me otherwise. So that's why I just did it. And then I was like, oh, hey, by the way, y'all don't understand I'm losing weight. Yeah, I got the sleeve done. I went to Mexico. <laughs> like, I that's what I did. That, though. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Like, I'll tell you guys, if you ask what I did, I'll tell you. It's not a secret, but I also wasn't going to ask for approval from my followers. So, but yeah, I've lost since I had it done in May, got it done in May of 20, what year are we in? 2023, 2022? Yeah. May of 2022. And 
I've lost in total a, roughly about 80 pounds. Wow. So I feel amazing. I maintained it too. Cause yeah. everyone talks about, Oh, you're going to have the surgery and then you're going to gain it back. I'm like, I haven't gained back any. And I'm very thankful for that. I know everyone's situation is different, but yeah, that was one of my things again, that I chose very selectively to share about. And like, if someone mentioned it, that I'm like, I'm not going to lie to you, but I'm also not going to be like, Hey guys, this is what I'm doing. Cause right. you see people that like, we've done a whole video on their experience of it. Yeah. And I just didn't want to do that. Yeah. You know? Well, and I think, and first of all, I, I appreciate you saying I have PCOS. We struggled to get pregnant. And like, I've, you know, it's one of those things that people don't understand how fucking difficult it is to lose weight when you're dealing with this. And I think it's a really good job that you did that to like protect your peace. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's very commendable. So cheers to you. And I, and I think the other thing that you have to be careful about is on, on TikTok, Instagram, wherever you're sharing, you know, pieces of your life is at the end of the day, this is still your business. This is still something that you're using to, you know, get clients in the door. And I feel like when you spend too much time on whatever aspect of your life, it can derail the actual strategy behind it anyway. Yes. So that like, that's, I don't know who told me it years ago. I think it was when I was, cause I was a hairstylist before I did this. So I like, I did hair for a few years. I went to cosmetology school, all that stuff. But in saying that, someone told me when I was in cosmetology school, the rule of thumb is you don't talk about religion or politics. Those are my two that you will never see me touch because it is none of anyone's business who I vote for or what I believe. Those are just my two things. So I take that into any business that I do and this especially. Like You're not going to see me being on there like, you guys need to go love Jesus. (laughs) Nope. Love whoever you want to love. I don't really care. with politics and it's such a it is a touchy subject because doing boudoir you know i'm pro women obviously but then things like all the abortion the abortion ban all those things come up and i'm like it's too touchy for me i'm like i have my own personal beliefs but i'm like i almost i don't i don't want to come out and have a personal stance on it because really it's none of anyone's business what i believe and at the end of the day i'm still a business yeah so some people are going to disagree with me. Some people are going to be like, no, I want to come out and say, no, everyone, you know, everyone needs to have the right to abortion or no, no, you know, abortion should be banned. You choose, do you boo? Like if that, if you want to come out and do that, but then again, like you're going to either deter or attract yep. the type of client that you want. And for me, I just, it's not something that I want to verbally come out and make a stance on. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Absolutely. Again, fine line. It's great. It's just like you're skating it the whole way through while you're running up this. this. Yeah. Well, I think you yeah, all the way through. Yeah. I think that that's accurate for, you know, sharing your, your business because social media does make it where to get an audience, you do need to share parts of yourself. But I'm, I'm in the same boat yeah. where it's, you will very, very rarely ever see me share a very personal stance on. I mean, really anything like politics, religion, how I feel about, you know, animal rights, even like, yeah. you know, like <laughs> anything. Don't eat meat. Everyone's going to be like, oh, she's one of those. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't wait. So there was one, for example, there was a video, it was a TikTok that I posted. And it's actually just to me, it's crazy to me. But long story short, before I even met my husband, when I was going through my divorce, I went and saw a medium for my 25th birthday. That was like just something that I wanted to do. I don't know if you saw my TikTok about it, 
but I went and saw a medium for my 25th birthday. And she told me about how I was going to, you know, find my husband. I actually met him two months later, but she like described him, described that he wasn't going to be a veteran, all these different things. So she, and she also said something about me owning my own business, which was, and she was like, I don't see anything. I just see this really pretty face and like a portrait. Like that was how she described it. Right. Right. Odd. Anyways, not to get into, you guys need to go see a medium anyways, but she also predicted my last son's birth. She said, you're going to have a Virgo birth. Oh my God. Yeah. She said these yeah. things and I'm, I made a TikTok about it. Just like joking. Like that one time I went and saw a medium and she predicted my son, my business and my husband. And the comment I got on it was you need Jesus. I'm like, Oh, sweet. Need Jesus. <laughs> There it is. There it is. I'm like, you don't know my personal stance. You don't know if I got a tattoo of a cross on me. You don't know what I believe. You don't know if I go to church every Sunday because I don't tell y'all. It's none of your right. (laughs) But it's things like that where you're just like, oh God, I shared too much. There there it is. There's there's the line. (laughs) That was it. And I crossed it. Okay, going back over. It's it's ridiculous. So yeah, that's that's a prime example of what I mean where it's like. I want to share and I, I will a little bit. And then I'm like, okay, we're going to back back off a little bit more. And it's like, okay, let's focus back on the business. Yep. How can we, you know, share behind the scenes yep. instead and stuff like that. So, so do yeah. you feel like that's something that like, this is so cringeworthy, but I look back on my memories from 11 years ago and I was going through a divorce at the time and like my Facebook statuses and granted, like my Facebook was much more like closed off back then because I didn't have a business, but I look at those mm-hmm. statuses and I'm like, oh my God, was anything of my life private? Like they did not need to know all of this. I think Facebook, we just took it as like our journal. Yeah, for you know? sure. Like we were like, okay, how can we tell everybody what's going on in our lives, but also be like kind of vague about it right. too. And Mysterious. be like, my life's the worst today. <laughs> Heather's having the worst day ever. Like that's, that's what we did. And we didn't realize like, oh crap, the internet, anybody can see yes, this. Forever. So when I see those memories pop up, you know, I go and I'm like, I change it to only me. Like, <laughs> Like, I don't need anybody going back and seeing any of this. This is just only me first now. <laughs> that way I can get a reminder every year of how embarrassing it was. But that way it's still there. It's just hidden. Yeah. So do you feel like it's come later now that we're getting... How, how old are you? I am 33. Okay, so am I. So I, that, I, I figured we were really close in age. So I feel like I share less and less unless as I get more into my thirties, do you feel like that's part of it too? Like you just, you realize that you need firmer boundaries and you need firmer like lines in the sand with what you're going to share with who. I think so. Yeah. We were actually, I was just talking to my makeup artist yesterday about this. I don't know what brought it up, but we were talking about how it's like the older you get, the less bullshit you want to deal with. So in turn, the less bullshit just in general, when it comes to sharing things, hearing people's opinion, I'm like, I don't want to hear it. And I don't really care. Like, I, I just don't, I don't want to care. So in turn, I'm not going to share it. Like, cause I just don't want to listen yeah. to it. So I do think it comes with age. I, maybe if girl, if you're in your twenties and you're starting your business and you want to share your whole life story, your dating story and everything, and you got that resilience to you, then go for it, but be prepared to get the backlash. Will you get followers? Absolutely. Cause everyone loves drama. Everyone loves yeah. drama. You want to tell them all your drama, they will follow you and they'll be like, let me hear it. Let me hear the tea. <laughs> but it's like, I just, I don't want to deal with yeah. that. So 
Yeah. yeah. We'll we'll keep our our uh, sweet iced tea over here. <laughs> Yes. No, no popping, yes. high, not no piping hot tea over here, please and thanks. No, it's like lukewarm some days, yeah, but mainly cold. <laughs> mainly cold. So, getting back to TikTok for business, what would be yeah. like just a couple of tips? You said post consistently, especially if you're really building an audience, and then mm-hmm. what type of content? So, like boudoir photographer, equine photographer, wedding photographer. What kind of content do you think? works really well or any other actual tips they could walk away with from today. So like for m- me personally, I feel like I can't like, I can't share editing. I mean, I could, I choose not to just cause I'm photographing really raw yeah. women. And there a lot of my clients are like, don't put that crap out there. I don't want to see, I don't want to see that all that don't, don't do that. But like for like a wedding photographer, those behind the scenes of you editing, like, and all of that, I think could be a super, great video to do just in general you can do multiples of them you know how you edit a picture from like the beginning to like your final image so things like that just getting people like involved in your business and what you do to create your images like that that passion that goes in behind it even if you have someone like that tags along along to a wedding with you and does like some behind the scenes or if like a bridesmaid say, Hey, here's my phone. Can you do like a video of me shooting the couple right now? So they, you know, just behind the scenes of me that, that alone can, you know, mean so much. And then you show that final image of what you were doing, but behind the scenes, obviously, like I said, big deal editing. I will do things like for myself, of like what to wear for a session, what goes into a session in the past. I've shown like an album. TikTok is always touchy with boudoir. Mm-hmm. Though, so I have to be, careful you know like what I show they've gotten better which is weird because they got really strict there for a minute and now I'm able to post like yesterday I posted one of someone in a full body fishnet and it hasn't gotten taken down I'm like I don't know how but I'm letting it I'm gonna go with it (laughs) like pray to the tiktok gods don't take it down okay (laughs) we're good but I don't know just showing people getting people involved in your business that you feel like you can like allow people in and see is uh crucial and I feel like it connects with them and they're like okay now I kind of get what she does and like they envision themselves being your client does that make sense you like yeah convince them to be your client and show yeah yeah to give them the give them the space to dream that that they're in that room yes yeah exactly totally makes sense so yeah what were some of the challenges I've worked with a couple of photographers that they went viral on on TikTok and it was this explosion and kind of like causes almost more of a tornado <laughs> than like yeah. great business at first. So talk to me about how you navigated that and how it's like, I feel like you've streamlined it really well. I have, I've got, I've gotten better. So I actually, I was just mentoring another photographer earlier. Oh, what day is it? I don't know what day this day's what Wednesday. Okay. Anyways, I was mentoring another photographer last week. And I was telling her about how my timeline of explosion, we'll call it. <laughs> and TikTok, you know, went viral. I all that stuff that all happened in 2020 when COVID. That's when everything really took off for me. And I did a giveaway. I do my annual giveaway every every year. And I did it that year and I posted about it on TikTok. And that giveaway process and all of that for me, I had booked I booked 103 clients in a week. Wow. Yeah. And in saying that, I dealt with that. Right. (laughs) And that was one of those moments of like, okay, what are we doing now? 
how are, how are we? And I, you know, created that streamline. So it has slowly softened out, but lots of like having a solid workflow, all of that. I used Upsado. So having those workflows set up, having that streamlined. So like when they fill out the, the contact form, I used to do it where like they filled out my contact form and then I had to personally email them back. Now Dubsado does it all for me and it's so nice. Yep. It's great. <laughs> know all those tips and tricks. But I'm sitting here thinking, hold on, what was your question again? Now I'm like going off a rabbit hole. No. Did I answer yeah, your question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, because that's essentially where, I mean, I could have just asked if you use a CRM, but that was where I was hoping you were going to go is, yeah. you know, getting that workflow in place, getting a CRM in place and ensuring that like your clients are nurtured through the process. Yeah, it's and it definitely is like you said. Nurture, yeah, nurture is a key word there because you you create your clients. Like, yeah, with TikTok, I got those clients that were like, "Wait, so I don't get I don't get all of my pictures right. for hundred dollars?" No, so and you're gonna you're gonna get that no matter if you however you advertise, yep. whether it be Google or whatever, you're still gonna get the cheap clients that are looking for the sweet deal, which is great. But TikTok does have probably more of them but whatever, you just weed through them and figure it out. But yeah, having a solid CRM that responds back to people, like when they fill out your contact form is so, it's such a relief. Like even like on like a weekend, cause I like my weekends, I will shut off on the weekends and you won't get a response back to me, like back from me on purpose. Cause I don't want to deal with it. But having that solid workflow, if someone filled out my contact form, then they're going to get an automated response right away to set up a phone consultation with me and go through all of that. So that definitely saves your sanity having a solid workflow and CRM for that matter. If you can do the assistant, then game on that even takes out less, but I'm over here. I'm, I like to be a control freak. So <laughs> I don't have, I have one when I'm here shooting. So she doesn't do anything pertaining to the photo shoot necessarily. She does. She's also a hairstylist too. And it just kind of fell into the situation that way. But so she'll curl my hair, my client's hair before she came along. I was curling client's hair. Cause I'm like, I can curl. Hair oh my, my goodness. Sleep. There's no point in me paying someone to do that, but she'll answer phone calls. She will, she'll reply back to emails, which is super helpful. Like if, you know, if I have a billion emails while I'm shooting, she'll sit here and respond back to them. Um, same thing with like setting up payment plans and stuff like that. So she does know she's been with me for now three years. So she kind of knows all the ins and outs yep. of everything I do. And she knows where I draw the line with clients too. And of right. course, I think everyone should have this. We play good, good cop, bad cop. She'll like uphold, you know, the standard and I'll be like, okay, well I can go ahead and be, you know, it's, <laughs> and she knows that we do that a little bit. depending on oh, the situation sure. too. So yeah, no, I think that I love that. I always had, when I worked with clients one-on-one, as I think of one in particular, she was like, hey, I'm just going to like use your name on this email real quick. And like, this is the boundary. I'm like, sure, go ahead. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, if I'm like feeling feisty, I'm like, okay, we're going to type out this email and then I'm going to sign it as Sam. Because that's my, that's my <laughs> I'm like, yes. going to sign it as her. I'll be like, yeah. Yep. And then they'll be like, oh, your, your assistant's, uh, tough. I'm like, I know. Right. That's the point. So I appreciate all of the tips and knowledge and all of the things that you've shared today. Let us know aside, where can we find you? TikTok, Instagram, where can we hang out with you? Lots of places. So yes, TikTok, obviously it's just Heather Nixon photography. All of my 
all my platforms are all the same name on purpose. I do that to be cohesive. But TikTok, Heather Nixon Photography. Instagram, Heather Nixon Photography. Facebook, Heather Nixon Photography. If you want to friend me on Facebook, you can do that. I have my Facebook VIP group with clients. I don't allow other photographers in there unless I personally know you because I pay for content and all of that stuff. And, you know, I'm not trying to jip the person that I paid for for the content. But you can always friend me on Facebook and obviously my website. Heather, Heather Nixon photography.com. So <laughs> that's how you can awesome. find me. Yeah. So just go Google Heather Nixon photography and you'll just get all of the places. <laughs> Pretty much. I think if you do Google, I think my TikTok will even come up on Google. I think. I think so. I think some of the videos even pop up. It's kind of crazy to me. It is. It is. It is crazy how, how everything gets connected. Kind of freaky. It is. Uh, okay. So I always like to wrap up our episodes with three questions. So my first one is what is your favorite business tool? Oh man. Like social media wise or it can be like anything. General, yep. Probably, probably as of lately, Calendly. I know it's, that to me seems cheesy, but uh, it is so helpful to be able to send someone a link and be like, Hey, pick a time that works well for you. This is what I've got open. Because before I used to email back and forth, be like, well, does 11 o'clock work for you? What about 11.15? What about 12.30 on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Friday? And then it turns into 12 different emails and Calendly. I just send a link and I do it that way. And then also Calendly has the, I pay extra for it, but it has the text reminder. So it sends them the text to let them know, like to remind them of the phone call, which is super, super helpful. Awesome. Love that. All right. And then what if, you have one. What is your favorite quote? Okay. This is my favorite quote. Are you ready? Yes. It's, I don't chase. I attract what belongs to me will find me. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's so I good. That in my personal life and business, because I think it's important. I attract the clients that I want. I don't chase yeah. them. So Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Last one. And this is my favorite. And I say that in almost every single episode. If I were to come down to Houston and hang out, where would we go and what would we have if we were going to go get drinks? If we were going to get drinks? Mm-hmm. Or we can make a day of it. What are we going to do? Um. Oh, man. So there's this great place. So I know you said Houston. I'm closer to Dallas instead of Houston. But <laughs> Dallas, there is a restaurant that I love called Town Hearth that is such a cool little restaurant. They have a submarine in the middle of it. Oh my goodness. Yes. Look it up. Google town hearth. Uh, there's chandeliers. Like they have so many chandeliers in this restaurant and there's a yellow submarine. So I would take you there to go get dinner and have drinks and like, just, just show you around Dallas. Cause I'm, I'm about an hour outside of Dallas, but I grew up, I, I grew up here. I grew up closer to Dallas. Okay. So I'm like, this is like my, I, I'm also like a country bumpkin at the same time. So, and I have a husband who's like an outdoorsy <laughs> kind of guy. So that's why I'm all, I'm all the way out here in the boondocks now, but yeah, town hurt. That's my, that's where I would definitely take you. It's a awesome restaurant, a little pricey, but it's awesome. Awesome. So I love that. And I don't know what yeah. made me think of, of, of Houston, but it is, it is Dallas area. And I'm, I'm the same, I'm in the same boat. We live like 40 minutes outside of town on acreage and all that fun stuff. And my husband does like the outdoorsy thing. So I, I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. So, so do I, I mean, I, as I like was leaving this morning, my husband was talking about buying a new bow and I'm like, okay, here we go. 
So, you know, that's my life. But yes, I was definitely, I was raised more in the city kind of. And then now I'm just, I'm out here. I, I love it though. I love that style of life. It's a lot slower pace, so that's okay. Yes. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I am so excited for our audience to hear all that you had to say, and we will catch y'all next time. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm just, I'm, I'm so grateful for this. This is awesome. Well, that wraps us up for this week. Thank you so much for joining on this episode of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. If you are loving our content, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to our channel or left us a review. You can always hang out with me on the gram at Success Beyond the Lens. Hope to see you guys next week. Oh,